0: to receive there's no way like i should never have to prompt you at this point there's no way you should be so ready and so receiving of god gotten out of your head flowing by the spirit because i know all of you i know how long you've been here i know what you've heard and you come out of worship and you're like glory to god yeah preach pastor preach you know and and, and and an amen or a hallelujah every now and then, you know? That'd be awesome. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> I receive them. Amen. I receive them, and God, you get them. Amen. Right through me. Yeah. Giving glory to God. But we got to be ready to receive all the time. See, that's part of the thing that's been holding us back is we've been whatever's going on in our head, and that's what we're going to talk about. Over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about the two parts of life because how can you give love to God? Isn't our job on this earth, like isn't kind of why we're here to dish out love to God into the world? How can we do that if we haven't received his love? So the first thing that we've got to do is get into the position to receive. We've got to get into the position to receive. And specifically, we're going to talk about at least four positions to receive. One, you have to be spiritually positioned. You have to be positioned spiritually to receive. That's what we're talking about today. You have to be mentally positioned. You have to be mentally positioned to receive. Many times what's holding people back from receiving is their head. They're thinking, and they're all up in here, or they're not in here enough. You know, it's one, one ditch or the other, and, and they're not thinking about God. They're not meditating. You have to be positioned mentally to receive. You have to be positioned physically to receive. You're here this morning. You're physically positioned to receive, right? That's one of the areas. But then you also have to be positioned faithfully to receive. And if you're not positioned in those areas, on some level, your reception is going to be cut down, which put the graphic back up now. So if on some level, our reception is down, then our part two, giving back to God and giving God's love to the world, that's going to be cut down. Can you see that? So we have to, if we cut off our reception, if we cut off our reception... All right, come back to me. If we cut off our reception, then our giving is shut down. We have to be in the position to receive. So the devil will throw all kinds of stuff to you. He'll try to make you not sleep good on Saturday night so that going into Sunday morning everybody's dragging. You know, he'll try he'll try to get you thinking about this and that and and the baby was sick and Monday's tomorrow and and now you got all this work in front of you this week and you know I didn't like how that person looked at me when I came in the door of the church and and all this stuff. All this stuff. You know, the spouse on the way to church is like, ah, ah, ah," you know, it's like, you need to go to church and get that cast out of you. Glad we're going to church, you know, And, and the devil have all this stuff to come so that you'll get here. And when we're supposed to receive and grow, we got stone face on stone heart, stone mind and stone faith. And all of a sudden, what God wants to get to us can't get to us. And, and we've got to be in the place where we know better than that. We've got to be ready to receive. And, and goodness sakes, if we have just worshiped our God, thought about him for five songs, right. right? Five songs, we've thought about the Lord, how good he is, what he's done for us. Glory yeah. to God. Even if we were having a hard time, that should break us through, Amen. shouldn't it? Yeah. Is that right? And and that's where we got to get our heart in the position to receive. We got to get ourselves, our heart and our mind in the position to receive. Otherwise, this whole system that God set up, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because you can't be who God's called you to be and have fullness of life and enjoy it if you're not positioned to receive his love. We've got to get positioned for it. We have to get positioned for his love. And that means that we're ready. We're not, it doesn't matter. You know, I didn't get much sleep last night, just a few hours of sleep. But I'm telling you, I can't let that stop me. I can't let how I feel stop me. I've got to get into the position to receive no matter what I see, no matter what I face, no matter what I feel. I can't tell you how many times I've gone out to minister and the devil has tried to attack me with some kind of sickness. And I'll go in and minister and I'm feeling like, you know, gosh, I hope I don't cough and my nose doesn't run. I have to blow my nose the whole service, right? Thinking thoughts like that, like that sure would be embarrassing. Here's this preacher, you know, and he's supposed to be carrying the power of God. (laughs) Blowing my nose the whole service, right? And I've had, I've had that happen many times, many times. And I just said, Lord, I trust you yeah. to bring the anointing. Yeah. I trust you to bring the anointing. Now, let me show you something. One of the things that we've done in the church, and we need to, we need to learn this. One of the things that the American church has done is it's taught the body of Christ to just be a spectator, to just be a spectator, to just sit back and watch instead of participate with your faith, participate with your hope, participate with your love. Now, if I told you, now watch this, if, if I said right now, Marky, get up and preach this message. Yeah, hey, her face is like, oh, dear God. <laughs> Please, (laughs) suddenly it got 10 degrees hotter in here, right? But now if she took me at my word and she got up here and preached this message, how could she do it? How could she do it? She would have to turn on reception. If she didn't turn on reception, it's going to flop. She knows that. If I don't learn how to receive right now in this split second, it's going to flop. And so sometimes for the person that's up front, they realize, if I don't receive right here and I don't allow the flow of the Holy Ghost, it's going to flop. Yeah, I've got to receive right now or else what are we doing, right? But sometimes when we're sitting in the seat, and I've been there, I've been this guy, this is how I know this. Sometimes when we're sitting in the seat, we're not putting any faith towards that service. We're just sitting as a spectator. And we're being lazy with our faith. We're being lazy with our reception. And it's time for us to stop that. This is a year God wants us to go up. And, and he wants us to go up in our services as well. And we've got to be positioned. Position to receive is not all on the pastor. Position to receive is on the people. It's on the people. I cannot tell you how many services I've been in. And the attitude of the people determined everything with where the service went. Not what he gave me. Not where he wanted to take it. The people. And you see that biblically. When he went to Nazareth, what happened in Nazareth? They weren't positioned to receive. It says, Jesus, the Son of God, anointed from heaven, Bible words, could do no mighty work he was restricted because of their lack of reception he could do no mighty work yeah. so as a body if we're going to go up we got to get we got to get in the position to receive in everything that we do. We can't sit lazy. We can't sit and not participate with our faith. Yes, Lord, you're going to give me something that's going to break me out today. Lord, today is my breakthrough day. I don't know what it is at the start, but I know I'm not here for no reason. I'm here for a reason, if nothing else, to give it to you. And how can I not receive something if I'm here to give to you? How can it, how, no, the two parts of life, there's a a flow. There's a cycle, Lord. Lord, I receive from you in Jesus' name on purpose so I can give back to you. So I can give my heart. I can give my mind to the word. I can receive what God has for me. I'm positioned to receive. I'm positioned. And this is where we got to get. This is where we have to stay. We can't just get there on Sunday morning. You just get there on Sunday morning and you're just going to have a good Sunday morning. We gotta stay there all the time. It's got to be Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, Sunday morning again. And we're just in a cycle of the blessing of God, constant reception of God all the time position to receive position to receive and I was trusting God right there that I just wouldn't skip a day and look look dumb Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday yeah okay good that would look funny go from Wednesday to Friday sorry Thursday no blessing on Thursday Because the preacher didn't say it. we got to be positioned to receive all the time. All the time. we got to find the joy of the Lord. Remember what he told Nehemiah? Nehemiah told the people. God told Nehemiah. Nehemiah told the people. He said, don't mourn. Don't weep. Don't look at the bad stuff that's going on. He said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy of the the Lord. And then he basically told them, get a party ready. Get a party ready. That's basically what he told them. Because what he said was, eat the fat. Give to those that don't have it. You don't have to store up anymore because from this point forward, there's going to be a flow of reception. There's going to be a flow of reception. From this point forward, there's going to be a flow of reception. And so what I'm talking to you is preparing your heart, preparing your mind. Preparing your body and preparing your faith to always be in reception. To always be in reception. And this hit me yesterday. I've never, I've never thought about it before. I think Some things that my dad did uh, growing up, I don't know if he did them or his dad did it to him. Uh, but I definitely picked up on some stuff. And uh, um, uh, Chris, come up here real quick. This is always a test of your faith when I call you. Amen. Turn around. Now, I want you to be, look this way. I want you to play the part, just for a second, and then you can get saved. Um, I want you to play the part of uh, upset, stuff went bad at work, somebody did you wrong, you don't feel like forgiving, just for a minute, okay? And uh, so, I remember when my dad, (coughs) we'd be upset, and uh, you know, when you get upset, And then somebody comes along and they're happy. It just. You know, you know, you're upset. Somebody did you wrong. Something bad happened. And it just gets. And then the person comes along in joy or like trying to get you happy, trying to lift you up. And and you're like, shut up. I don't want to hear that right now. Leave me alone. I don't want your little happiness. I don't want your little joy. Take take your little joyful self somewhere else. Y'all know. It's funny because it's true. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Now, see, we're breaking through into, uh, and, and why? Why? Because, watch this, the Lord gave me jokes, which had to be him. Amen. <laughs> it had to be him. And now you start, watch, you started focusing on the funny and the joke instead of focusing on what you were focusing on before. Yeah. What just happened? You moved to the position to receive. Joy did that. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And so my dad used to come along and we'd have something bothering us and he'd just be like, how you doing? (laughs) Yeah, something's bothering us. He's like, how's it going? (laughs) Like." Leave me alone. <laughs> you know. And they'd be like, it's so good to say, no, no, come here, come here. Oh, yeah, come here. And then he'd like tickle us and he grab a hold of us and grab a hold of us and just get us. <laughs> and then after a while, there's only so much you can take. <laughs> right? See, you're supposed to be mad, but there's only so much you can take and it breaks through. And all of a sudden, what happens in that moment? What happens in that moment? And he would do this, and and I never understood it till yesterday, because I was meditating on the position to receive. I was thinking about going down the road yesterday, and he he would just grab a hold of us, and 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 he would just tickle us, whatever, whatever that thing was that was a block to the flow of the love of God. He would just put pressure on that thing till it broke, and see, we don't want that. And we'll, we'll fuss against that today. You just leave me alone. Take your joy somewhere else. And, you know, and uh, like like the story I tell about uh, Brother Jerry Savelle when he's on the plane and the recession in 2008's hitting, and he says, That will not affect me. And the guy on the plane says, Who do you think you are? Right? There's that block. Now, the issue is, Jerry doesn't have a spiritual authority in that guy's life unless he gave it to him. So, he can't really do anything unless that guy yields. But see, as a dad, as a dad, I got some spiritual authority. My dad had some spiritual authority. You can start messing. I still might. I don't know. And uh, hopefully not. <laughs> and uh, you weren't when you got up here. But... As a dad, you got some spiritual authority. As a pastor, I have some. If you, if you know, not everybody that comes to church has a pastor. They hear a pastor, maybe, but they don't necessarily have a pastor. You got to submit to a shepherd, right? Think about a, a, you know, think about here. Here, be the pastor for a second. Stand here. See you look. You learn. You learn how to receive. See how quick that was. Now think about there's the shepherd over here and I got I've been I've been in the world and I got gashes and sticks and I need stitches and I need some and triple antibiotic ointment on me or whatever it is. I need some I need some stuff. I need healing. But I'm over here as a sheep looking at the shepherd. The shepherd's like, hey, I'll help you. I want to help. Please come over here. Come over here. I gotta get in the position of reception. And I'm like, I wanna help you. I want to help. But the sheep's over here like walking on the fringes of the of the the flock. I mean, he's within earshot of the shepherd, but is it, does he have a shepherd? No. No, he's barely listening, barely receiving what he should receive. See, we got to get, so just because, see, I can do that to my kids, my dad could do that to me. But that's because he had some spiritual authority. I can do that with somebody who allows that. With somebody who allows me to be a shepherd. Okay, go back to... That's enough. (laughs) (laughs) But, huh? Well, the other day, I hope Marky doesn't mind me telling on you. It's it's not bad. Not too bad. (laughs) The other day we were having a conversation and Marky was, she was like, man, I've been doing this all my life, you know, all my life. And I know I need to change this. And so she allowed me to be the shepherd, right? And uh, I... We didn't, this was a situation, it was like, we don't have time to mess around. We need to fix this and move on. And I shepherd in a stronger method than I'm able to shepherd with other people. But we dealt with something quickly. Instead of spending three years on it, basically in a week, it changed. Right? Is that right? But here's the thing. She was willing to submit to a quicker and what looked like on the surface more harsh but it wasn't really. It was actually just a love of God coming through to deal with it and not have to be dealing with it for months and years. But that, that I couldn't do that. God was talking to Buddy about it. And uh, I said, I couldn't do that if she wasn't submitted. Her, her submission and place of reception allowed us to deal with that quick and get it over with. But it all had to do with her willingness to submit. Remember, in in James 4 and 1 Peter 5, both of them talk about if you'll submit to God, basically talking about to God and the ways of God, which a shepherd is that. If you'll submit in that way, you'll have grace and greater grace. And so she, she submitted that. We were able to deal with that stronger, quicker than like Water, you know, a, a drop over three or four years. We were able to deal with it quick. Now, now it's pretty much gone, pretty much behind. She realized she got revelation of what she needed to see, and now she's moving forward. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. And took about a week, right, from, from start to finish. Took about a week, had to deal with it, work out, okay, what does this mean? Where does this, where's this thought fit in here, all that? So we worked through that in about a week. But it was not your normal... I can't do that with everybody. You know why? Because cause a lot of people are like this. You know, walking on the fringes of the flock. But they, in order to get that help, you got to submit. you got to come to the place of reception. So my dad was able to do that. We'd be upset. You know, what would we be upset about? You know, uh, a toy broke. We lost a piece of, you know, a toy or something like that. Like it's a 10 cent thing like it and our world just got crushed and what and what the world teaches in its corruption is like oh you poor thing it'll be it'll be all right it'll be okay and we cater to that fleshliness instead of teaching our children to get over the flesh Like, God will supply that. It will be okay. But it will be okay because you set your eyes on Jesus and you stop being in your pity party and you stop being in a place where you don't know how to receive. And so my dad would come and be like, oh, you lost peace, did you? Oh, that's horrible. Oh, that's, that's really bad. That's really, really bad. That's terrible. I don't know what in the world. I don't know. Why would you do that? And, and he would take us and do that. And, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Didn't know you'd come to church and get harassed, did you? Amen. By the shepherd. That's what most people think happens, so, so you're, you're, you're in the status quo. All right, so there's, a, and, and what would happen was when my dad would do that, when my dad would do that, and I would let go of the offense, let go of the unforgiveness, let go of the wall of hardness that was there, I'd just get happy. What what happened? What was he doing? Whether he knew it or not, what was he doing? He was teaching me to get into the position of reception. Because now joy could flow in. As long as I got offense, as as long as I'm not positioned spiritually, mentally, physically, and faithfully, there's no supernatural flow of God's power. There's no supernatural flow of God's power. So as soon as I dropped the offense, dropped the unforgiveness, dropped all the cares of the world that were, that were pulling away from the fruitfulness, as soon as I did that, I could receive God's love. It wasn't just my dad's love I was receiving. It was God's love that I was receiving. And it broke all of that stuff off. And so a lot, thank you, Chris. So a lot of times, you know, as a pastor, I found myself and I didn't really have words. I just knew to do it because probably because is I'd find myself getting people like, just stop looking at the problem. It will be okay. Because if I can get you to focus more on the it will be okay, than how bad it's been. You just dropped that lack of reception and you just got full bars on God's goodness. You just just got in the place where the the signal of God's love can be received. You you, you got GG, not 5G, not 6G. You got God's G, right? You you got his godly reception, and you'll never lack for signal if you will stay in that place of reception. And we've got to learn how to do that. And a good, loving father will do that. You notice how the Lord... Think about this. You notice how the Lord never... Ever gets down in the pit of pity pit pity is a pit yeah. have you noticed God never gets in that place with you and it's like oh I know you got it so bad I am so, I know I know I know I know, I know. I've never once had Jesus do that to me. (laughs) Like it's laughable almost because like he's never once has he done. If he was going to do that, he for sure could have done that with the disciples on the boat. I know, boys, that was a demonic storm. I'm telling you, you should have been scared. You should you should have been out of faith because, wow, I mean, that thing was rough. That, that was a rough storm. I know. Whoo wee! Is that what he did? No. He pointed them to look away from sight and look to faith. For the just, the righteous. Who in here is righteous? If you know Jesus, you're righteous. If you're the the righteous, shall walk by faith, not by sight. See the thing about pity, the thing about offense, the thing about unforgiveness. All of that's walking by sight the exact thing he told us not to do. And here's the other thing, as soon as we have it there, we cannot receive. We're, it's like going, going in a metal building with your cell phone. You can't receive the love from God. You can't receive it. You, you, it's blocked. It, it's completely blocked and you won't receive it. And so the best thing that a loving person can do is get you back into the place of reception. Get you back into the place of reception. Don't y'all love how I'm following my notes? It's really awesome. But this is, you need to hear why it's important to be in a place of reception. That's what we need to hear this morning. And so the devil tries to get you off by yourself. He gets you to try to avoid the shepherd. He gets you to try to put up barriers and blocks. All of that's designed so that you can't have the power of God, that you can't flow in the love of God. He tries to silo you, get you to be, get you to be on an island. Talk to you about how bad it is. Oh, I know. Did you see how dark those clouds were when they rolled in? Oh man, y'all had it bad. You had it bad. Turn uh, last scripture. You believe this? Acts chapter twenty-seven and verse twenty. Do we have a we have a song ready in between the change in time? Awesome. Acts chapter 27 and verse 20. Now, if you know this story, what's happened is God's told Paul, you're going to Rome to be my witness. But he's on a prisoner ship and he's the prisoner. He's one of the prisoners. And uh, normally, if they ever had any fear of losing prisoners, uh, they would just kill them all. They would just kill the prisoners. That was their practice in those days. And um, they're, in a, uh, they're in a port, and they're getting ready to set sail, uh, but it's kind of the end of the sailing season. And Paul gets a word from God and says, I perceive that this, this trip on this boat, it's not going to end well. This is, this is not going to end well at all. But the captain didn't listen, and the prison guard didn't listen, and they set sail. Well, they they sailed for a little bit, and then they fell into a storm. They fell into a storm, and it was a monster storm. They literally got caught up in this storm for weeks. Can you imagine being on the boat in the middle of a death storm for weeks? Like, it's... Imagine having the pressure of that 24/7, 24/7. Like I don't know if we're going to make it another two minutes for 24/7 for weeks. And you can see how that would be pressure-filled. But what God goes to him and gives him a word, He even has an angel show up and He says, "Take hope." See, this this is the this is the same message from God all across the Bible. Don't be in mourning and weeping, but the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Hey, your daughter just died. Jesus said, fear not, right. only believe. Right. You're in the death storm for weeks. He says, take hope. Yeah. See, this is, God's always leading us to triumph in Christ. So, yeah. see, the only thing that would tell you how heavy it is, how bad it is, and how you're not going to make it, that's never from God. And so why would we listen if you had an enemy over there and you know that the only thing he wanted to do was steal, kill, and destroy. And you know now that's his voice that's speaking. Why would we ever listen to that voice? Why would we listen to the enemy's voice? But yet, here's why, one of the reasons why we'd listen to his voice. Because we've been taught that that's normal. We've been taught by all, all of our environment and family that that's what people do and you're weird if you, if you think you're going to make it through everything. You're weird if you think that way. And so we've been told it's normal to be out of hope, to be out of faith. It's weird to be out of love. That's what the corrupted world has taught us because they've listened to the enemy who only wants to steal, kill, and destroy. So once you identify which voice is speaking, God says, I'm always leading you to triumph in Christ. I'll never allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able. You'll never find yourself in a situation that you and God are not able to operate. He is faithful. And so when you start to recognize who's doing the speaking, it's easier to shut down the voice. Oh, and so he'll get you out on the fringes. And then all of a sudden that that devil starts talking to you, the corruption of the flesh that's built into our flesh. It starts talking. Oh, wait, that's not God. Because he's always leading me in triumph. I need to get back over here where God's talking to me. And God's going to say, take hope. Only believe. Don't fear. Take hope. Take hope. And he'll, in that place, we can hear the instruction that we need to get out of it. And that's exactly what happened to the Apostle Paul right here. But I want you to see one of the tactics of the enemy in verse 20. And I I want you to see this. It says, Since neither sun nor stars appeared for many days. They were in the midst of the storm. Clouds covered the sky. Think about that. Have you ever been in a place where it rains for like weeks on end? Like if it just rained for a week, people get antsy here. We're not just talking about rain and you're on solid ground inside a house. People get antsy just from seven days of rain. Imagine I'm on a boat in waves like this, a demonic storm, a a storm that eventually rips the boat apart for weeks. Imagine that. Do you see that pressure? That's the pressure that they're in. I want you to see the tactic of the enemy. He said, neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and no small storm was assailing us. Now this this is the Holy Ghost speaking through the writer Luke. There was not a small storm that was attacking us. This was a huge storm, and they just kept, they got called up in it. And as that thing swirled out in that out in that sea, they just kept swirling with it for weeks, yeah. Whew, for weeks. Look here, at what it says. From then on, our hope, our joy, our confidence our expectation of being saved was gradually abandoned. So what the devil did was he came up, he got them. See, the Lord gave them a word to keep them out of this, but they didn't listen, and they got in the storm. Now, it wasn't Paul's fault, but re- regardless, they're there. And the devil comes up, and, and you imagine the first few days, they're probably trying to remain in hope. But then they've gone weeks, days without seeing the sun, without seeing the stars, without seeing any of that. And, and it's like I always think of like a cheese grater. And uh, I know everybody buys their grated cheese at the store now. But used to, we had blocks of cheese. And there was this metal thing that looked angry. And you would, you would take the block of cheese and, and shred the cheese. You would grate the cheese, cheese grater. And it would gradually chip those slices of shredded cheese off of that block. And that's what I imagine the devil comes in with. And, and here's our hope, trying to stand strong. And he just kept grating. See, he he was he was patient just to grate. Because he knows if I just keep doing this, they're going to lose. Unless they know what they're doing spiritually, they're going to lose. And so see, this is how the devil works. He tries to pile on. He tries to throw one thing, then another, then another, then another. And that's why it's so important for us to stay in the position of receiving. Because if, if we don't stay in the position of receiving, we're already going backwards. Because the world is designed to grate on you. The world, the corrupted world is designed to grate away your hope. That's one of his tactics. Especially if you get along. That's why it says in, in Hebrews 10 where it says as the days draw near talking about the days draw near to the end of this age to the Lord's coming gather all the more and encourage one another. Encourage. Why? Because we need the encouragement. When I come up to you and say you've got this. You're going to make it. God's going to come through. He's going to heal that child. He's going to give you sleep. You're going to drive and the baby ain't going to cry. you Foot's going to get healed in Jesus' name. You, you, when he, you're going to have a breakthrough in your business. Stand strong in Jesus' name. You know, this week if you didn't hear, it, I love it on uh, uh, Kevin and Julie's business. They, they, they have a new business, and it was you know. It's a new business. <laughs> and if you've never had a new business, then you might not understand the fullness of it. But if you've had one before, sometimes you've got to break through some stuff at the beginning. They had some stuff to break through, and it wasn't going like they were expecting. We just talked about it. stand strong, stand in faith, stand in faith. I don't know if you had more, but I know the last three days of the week, you did more in the last three days of the week business than you had done like in a month, month and a half. Is that something like that? And it was a breakthrough. But what what was part of the hope there? Stand strong. God's got this. You wouldn't be in this. I, I think I just told you a week ago, week and a half ago. You wouldn't be able to handle this. God wouldn't let you in this situation if you weren't able to handle it. But He let you in it. You have the victory. That was we were standing out under the awning just a couple of weeks ago. I said, you have the victory, and now you're seeing the breakthrough. Well, see, when they couldn't see the breakthrough manifested, that that's still like trying to grate. But praise God, they got a shepherd, and they came close to the shepherd. Said, hey, pray for us, show, tell, speak into us, and where the devil's grating away our hope, build some back on us. That's the that's the beauty of a relationship in the church that God's raised up. He said, encouraging one another all the more as the days draw near this is what we do we should be lifting up in other words never should we go to another brother in church and be like oh man yeah that is that's horrible oh I saw how gray the skies were I, I haven't seen the sun either and talk about the sight no we should go and we should say no you got this it's going to be okay You're you're coming out of this. You're going to another level. And that shouldn't just be the pastor. That should be every believer. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Now, don't be a jerk. Because, you know, you can be a jerk with your faith. Because you you try to make everybody be at your faith level. Well, you just need to come on up where I am. And now we're in condemnation and we're in judgment instead of instead of no you got this I believe in you you can come up see there's difference of words a lot of times people when they first get into faith they they think everybody they got to, they think they got to correct everybody you don't have to correct everybody just encourage them believe in them. Talk about the goodness of God. God will see you through this. I've seen it happen in their life, and their life, and their life. And there's a testimony there, and there's a testimony there, and there's a testimony there. And if he'll do it for them, he'll do it for you. This is encouraging one another. Amen. And what's the devil trying to do? Get you to the place where you give up all hope. You put up a block of doubt. You put up a block of doubt. of of hopelessness, and if he can get you in that place, you have exited the place of reception, and now there's no supernatural flow. And what do you need more than anything right now? What do you need when you feel like that place? What do you need? You need supernatural. And so what he does is he tries to pile on so you withdraw into the very place where you can't get supernatural, and that's how he beats people. And it's not really the devil beating us. It's us beating ourselves because we've not listened to what God said and not gotten to the place of reception. And if we can't get into the place of reception, we can't give back that love to God. We haven't received part one. We can't give part two. We haven't signed for part one. We can't deliver part two. We've got to stay in the place of reception. Say this with me. Say, Lord, Lord, today today, I vow to you. I will stay stay in the place place of reception. reception. I will not exit it. I'll put down all the flesh, flesh, unforgiveness, unforgiveness, pity, pity, offense, Anything, Anything. Not, of you, not of you, and I'll stay, and I'll stay in, the in the place of reception. I'm going up, I'm, going up. I'm, receiving. I'm receiving, and I'm giving, and I'm giving. In, Jesus in Jesus' name, amen. Do you receive it? Yeah. Glory to God! Yeah. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord! Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's pretty. Thank you. I like that color. Amen. Caught my attention. Amen. If you're getting baptized today, I want you to go ahead and uh, head back there to get uh, dressed if you need to. And um, go see George. He's right back there with his hands raised. You can go ahead and head back and get prepared. When you're done, they're going to give you some uh, instruction. You'll either meet out in the foyer or you'll come on to this room over here. And uh, so if you're getting baptized, go ahead and get back there. But if you weren't planning on getting baptized, if you go over into Acts, I think it's Acts 8 or 9. um, One of those, I believe. You have Philip that goes up to a chariot and he's preaching to the eunuch. And um, he talks to him about Jesus. And he says, what's holding me back from receiving Jesus? Now, now watch this. Let me put it a different way. What's holding me back from the place of reception? What's holding me back? And Philip's answer was basically nothing. And then, and then they say, look, there's water. When we get baptized the Bible says this. It's not just a symbol that we are the Lord's that we're given to him. It's a symbol that Lord we're saying, Lord, I need you. I got to have you. I can't sit in this box and not receive. I need supernatural. I need supernatural. I need it and I need it. Now, John, you can go ahead and get ready. And uh, I need supernatural help now. I need you to wash me. I need you to make me clean. One of the biggest parts that I was planning on getting into today, but I didn't, um, was talking about the place of reception in our righteousness. And baptism plays into that. When we actually say, Lord, I need your help. It is our yielding, and it's an act of humility saying, Lord, and the Bible says this uh, directly. It's an act of humility that says, Lord, I can't do this without you. I need your help. I need your help. It's a symbol uh, of my faith. Lord, I believe that you can help me, and by faith, I'm taking reception of your help. And that's what baptism does. It's it's not just a washing, the Bible says it's not just a washing away of the dirt, but it's a, a, a yearning for the things of God to come and help me supernaturally. To come help me supernaturally, and so today I know that uh, you know we had people that were prepared uh, for baptism. But even if you have it today, that the Lord's drawing on your heart. Now, if you've already been baptized, you've had a moment like this, you know, before. You know that that's probably not talking to you uh, in that way. You may have an emotion, but it's probably not the Holy Ghost. But if you have, if you've not been baptized as an adult, or you have but. You had, you had a period of time and you realized today is a new day for me. And you feel like I need, I need to get in the place of reception with God. Lord, I need your help. We have clothes for you and look there's water. And uh, today is that day and can be that day for you where you're stepping into a new level and it'll never be the same from this day forward. So I just invite the worship team to come on up and uh, y'all might be doing it minus one. And uh, but I just invite them, go ahead and get ready for that worship. And one of the things I want you to to do is this. I want you just to worship. Get in that place of reception while you worship. If you want to be baptized, just go back there and see George. And uh, we have clothes that will fit everybody uh, today. And I love a baptism. It shows there's a whole turn of the life of God. I was walking this way, but I'm walking in the place of reception from this day forward. Amen. Glory to God. Let's celebrate with them. But stay in worship. Stay in that place of reception and don't let it go until we dismiss the service. Amen. Glory to God.
1: If y'all just want to stand in worship with us, you're welcome to. Thank you, Father.
2: I love you, Lord, for your mercy never failed me, in all my days, I've been held in your hands, from the moment that I wake up, until I lay my head, oh, I will see all the good Name the God. Goodness of oh God, I love Your voice. Oh, you the darkest nights. You are close like no other. In the good man
0: come on in. That's all right. Tell them to come on in if they're ready. Man, the water is fine. (laughs) You may be seated. It's like 97 up in here. I I stepped in here. I'm like, whew, good gravy. (laughs) It's warm. So what we're celebrating today, and I want you to be praying for each person as well, is we're celebrating a life going to another level. We're celebrating a life that says, Lord, I'm yours in everything that I do from this day forward. What does that mean? One life change can, can change thousands, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of souls. One life given to God. What are we seeing today? How much change in the earth are we seeing today? We have multiple people that are being baptized, multiple people that are saying, Lord, I'm yours, and saying, Lord, I need your help. Just think about it from this, this perspective. What happens when just these people that get baptized, they get themselves today in the place of reception, and they never turn back? How about that? What's going to happen in their lives? So, Father, we just praise you today, and we thank you, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, glory to God. Are y'all excited for lives changing? Yeah. Amen, hallelujah. Where's the mic? Just stand here so I can hand it to you. Amen, good morning. You ready to get baptized? Yes. Yeah. Amen. So tell everybody your name. Joni. Amen. And why are you wanting to get baptized today?
1: Um, I just, in my heart, I... I know I'm new and I just want the the show of it, you know, the, not the show, but the, to, the reflection of my heart that I'm dying and I'm rising yes. again in him, you know. Amen. So. Glory
0: to God. Mm-hmm. I want you, I want to point out to you something. Uh, no, hold on one second. I want to point out to you something. And when we were looking at the amazing acts this week in the book of Acts. One of the things that we saw was they baptized them in the name of Jesus. Now, why that was important was because the name of Jesus represented the fullest authority. They had been baptized in water by John, but now in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, they were baptizing in the fullest authority, the name of Jesus. And so today we're baptizing that. And when they were baptized, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. They were baptized and they laid their hands on them. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They were filled with God himself. And they were walking in the normal of heaven and the normal of God from that day forward. That's what's going to happen to each one of you today. Amen? Glory to God. So, John In Jesus' name, Uh, is Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? Yes, sir. Do you believe he died for you and that God brought him back to life? Yes, sir. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. Just cross your arms. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, I baptize you. (laughs) Glory to God, Hallelujah! Now, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, let the Holy Spirit fill and overflow in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God, Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Have a special baptism today. <laughs> Miss Chris, huh? I'm so glad. Doesn't it feel good? (laughs) Amen. Amen. Tell everybody who you are. I'm Chris Crabtree. Amen. And uh, why are you getting baptized today?
1: Um, When I was driving here last Sunday, um, I was listening to your service, and um, it mentioned the baptism. and. I just felt the Holy Spirit telling me to get baptized.
2: Amen. And
1: I didn't understand it, and we don't have to understand everything, but um, I said, okay. Uh, So I knew coming in I would be participating. But um, after this week, it makes sense. Um, (laughs) After the amazing acts, after this week, I just want all that God has for me. Amen. I just really am hungry, very hungry, and I want to receive, I want to receive all that he has for me, so it's truly a new day, it's a new beginning.
0: Praise God, amen. Is Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, the director? Yes. Amen. Do you believe he died for you and that God brought him back to life physically? Yes. Amen. Amen. Wipe that off, please. I got it wet. (laughs) No, 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 no. You can cross your arms. Yeah, that's fine. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, we baptize you. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Father, right now. We just praise you. We worship you. Lord, let her be filled with all the fullness of God in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Congratulations. Amen. Amen. Have a tissue real quick. That'll work. Hallelujah. Good morning. Here you go. And the mic. Thank you. Tell everybody your name. Kevin Nowicki. Amen. Do you have any testimony or any? you want to tell them why you're getting baptized today? Um, so the last time I was baptized, well, well I've been baptized several times. Yeah. Um, but I just felt that there needed to be a renewing. Yeah. and refreshing. Amen. And uh, there's some changes that's happened. Um, yeah. and one of which being here at Boomerang. Yeah. And um, I just felt like that that needed to be uh, that needed to be taken care of. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. It's a new day. It is a new Amen. day. Amen. Is Jesus Christ the Lord and director of your life? He is indeed. You believe that he died for you and that God brought him back to life for I do. you? I do. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. Just step forward there in the name. You know, uh, I just feel prompted by the Holy Ghost to tell you this. As you go into this water today, it is truly a decision on your part, saying, Lord, I need your help, and I receive your help. I'm positioning myself in the place of reception for you to help me, and by faith, I take it from this day forward. And as you come up out of this water, things will be different, and they will be on a supernatural God level in Jesus name. I see your hands being used by God all this week as I've been saying, hold out your hands. Look at your hands. Those are the hands of Jesus operating through you. They are anointed hands. That's going to be a part of what you see. You're going to see it differently when you work places that you go. Father, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, I baptize you. Glory <laughs> to God. So, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Feel and overflow. Amen. Amen. Whew. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. This week I just want to thank all the guys that were a part of this in the middle of even amazing acts week. We got new woohoo. <laughs> we got as I say that. We we have new handrails up and uh, handrails and non-slip tape on the stairs and everything and people took the door's fixed too. Do they, they got it yeah awesome they're getting the doors fixed and everything but people were working to get that stuff done it just blesses me i want to say thank you to sherman and all of the team amen hey Hey. (laughs) did you plan on getting baptized today amen but it was right yeah you know we've never had a time where the holy spirit didn't move on somebody's heart uh to get that hadn't planned it and so i'm i'm glad to see you that's Awesome. awesome let me see that Amen. Tell everybody your name. I'm Dylan. Amen. Tell them, do you have anything to tell a testimony or why you're getting baptized or both?
1: Uh, Well, I've been baptized before and I've been recently baptized probably a little over a year ago, but uh, I've never been baptized with the knowledge of this, the whole concept of receiving and giving love to God. And this is, this is just
0: right. (laughs) Amen. Glory to God. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Is Jesus Christ the Lord and director of your life? Yes, sir. And do you believe that God died for you and that he brought him back to life for you? Yes, sir. Amen. Now I want you to I want you to notice something. As the Lord's it seems like this is what he's doing, is giving me words for you, even before I baptize you, so that as you're baptized, there's going to be things that happen. As you come up out of that water, it's a different day. You feel it now. <laughs> now here's the thing he says if I would give you Jesus Romans eight thirty two, how would I not with him freely give you all things so we can be in a place of reception to freely receive all things from him everything in Peter 2nd Peter everything pertaining to life and godliness. It's already granted to you, and today we're receiving it all from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Cross your arms. Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, we baptize you. In the name of Jesus, let him be a light and a flame of fire. Let him carry all the fullness of everything that you've granted him pertaining to life and godliness. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) I think you felt it. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Mr. Austin. Amen. Did you plan on being baptized today? You thought about it? <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Glory to God. Tell everybody your name? Austin. Amen. And you want to tell a testimony or why you're being baptized today?
1: Um and just <laughs> I've been. When
2: feel praying like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven over, them. yeah. Like, I just, I've been looking at it and reading it, but I just really didn't know what it was.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Jeremiah so. twenty nine eleven. I know the plans I have for you, give you a future and a hope, and not for calamity. Amen. For you to fare well, hallelujah. Today, you're going to farewell. You've been having quite a change in your spiritual walk. I've been watching it on you. Yeah. You can't hardly go through a service with the joy not hitting you. I know.
2: <laughs> and I've had friends and family being like, they would see me laugh, and they'd be like, What in the world is he laughing at? I'm like, Oh, nothing. God's <laughs> just, good,
0: isn't he? Just having thinking. Amen. Let me ask you this is jesus christ the lord and director of your life yeah do you believe that he died for you and that god brought him back to life for you yeah amen glory to god here step right here cross your arms in the name of the father and the son and the holy ghost the name above every name jesus christ i baptize you Oh, freaking him up. In Jesus' name. Hold him up. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Fill and overflow him. And Lord, let him be a tool of your goodness and your word, your good news to the world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Definitely help him. power of God hit him I believe <laughs> he went, he went. <laughs> I don't know if y'all could see it <laughs> thank you sir good morning. good morning or is it afternoon yet yeah it's afternoon yeah this may be the earliest ending of a baptism service we've ever had in the history of boomerang that's all I'm gonna say amen <laughs> tell everybody your name Colton and why? Do you want to be baptized or do you have a testimony?
2: A Fresh start.
0: Fresh start. Fresh Amen. Start. Glory to God. Is Jesus Christ the Lord of your life and director? He is. Do you believe that he died for you and that God brought him back to life for you? He did. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Cross your arms. In the name. This is a new day. You were just talking to me about it the other day for the right reasons, doing things for the right reasons. This is your day where everything goes right from this day forward, from this day forward. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, we baptize you. (laughs) Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over them. Keep them, protect them, guide them, lead them, direct them in every way. In Jesus' name, let them be filled with all the goodness and all of the Holy Ghost. Let them be baptized in the spirit and fire. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> it's beautiful, isn't it? I love a baptism Love it Good afternoon Thank you, sir Tell everybody your name CJ And uh, why are you getting baptized or a testimony of what God's done? Yes, sir a, a Renewal A Renewal, yeah You just got filled with the Holy Ghost the other night Yes, sir <laughs> How was that? That was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> what happened? You had a ultra call and I was kinda hesitant about it at first and then I finally decided to go up and yeah. kinda had felt like muscle spasms in my arm that I couldn't <laughs> stop. You were shaking, and the power of God hit you. And then you, you told me I was shaking and I was like I just I couldn't do nothing but smile <laughs> about it. So You asked him, you you said, Jesus, I ask you to fill me. Yes, sir. And did he do it? Yes, sir. Amen. Was it worth it? Yes, sir. Was that a good question to ask? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Is Jesus Christ the Lord and director of your life? Yes, sir. Do you believe that he died for you and that God brought him back to life for you? Absolutely. Amen. Glory to God. You can cross your arms. In the name of the Father and the Son. And the Holy Ghost, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, we baptize you. (laughs) Yeah, I see it. Thank you, Lord. I see it right now. I see a change that truly today is a day of your change. Lord, fill them and overflow them in the name of Jesus. Lord, overflow. Let him walk with you. I see you sitting in your house, reading your Bible, fellowshipping with God, and I see the power of God overflowing. I see you praying in the Spirit. I see that same power that hit you the other night, hitting you at home while you're sitting there with the Lord. And all of a sudden, there's a fellowship, and out of that fellowship comes a fullness of life that you've never even seen before. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you receive that? hallelujah hallelujah amen (laughs) glory to God amen Amen. good morning (laughs) afternoon something it works whether it's morning or afternoon so we're good (laughs) good to see you man love you tell everybody your name Levi, what you getting baptized for today? It's time for a change. Time for a change. Amen. Glory to God. Anything else? (laughs) Love you guys. Amen. Today's your day of reception. Amen. Is Jesus Christ the Lord and director of your life? Yes. Do you believe he died for you in all your mess? I do. And you believe God brought him back to life? Yes. For you. For me. And he didn't leave you in that place of death. He did not. But he raised you up into life. You have that now in Jesus' name. Amen. It's a moment. It's a day. Things are going to be different in Jesus' name. Do you receive it? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, I baptize you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Fill them up, Lord. <laughs> Just receive. Keep receiving. Keep receiving this love. Thank you, Father. Thank you for a new day. I'm so glad you came in here. So glad. Aren't you? <laughs> Overflow in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo. <laughs> Come here. Love you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Congratulations. Amen. 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 Hang around for just one second. I think they're going to sing a song or something. I'll be right out. Maybe maybe they were. Maybe not. We'll find out.
1: Doyle, on the service on the transition list will you do what a beautiful name thank you good sir
2: you were the word at the beginning one with god the lord most high hidden glory in creation now revealed in you are Christ what a beautiful name it is what a beautiful name it is name of Jesus Christ my King nothing compares to this what a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. Oh, we worship you. you didn't want heaven without us, so Jesus. You brought heaven down, my sin was great your love was greater. What could separate us now? What a wonderful name.
0: Hallelujah. Are you positioned to receive this morning? Are you going to stay in that place? I just want last... Last part of ministry this morning, if you need healing in your body, if you need something, uh, the Lord to move in your finances, anything like that, and you're positioned in your heart by faith to receive this morning, I just invite you to come up quickly, and we're just going to pray in the name of Jesus, and we're going to see that thing done. We're going to see breakthrough. If that's you, come quickly. Thank you, Father. And as you come, start receiving as soon as you get out of your seat, Lord, I'm positioned Position to receive, if you need the fullness of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, just tell me that when I step in front of you, Lord. I need your fullness in every way, and I receive it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Well, I understand financial breakthrough. and Also, just couple things
1: All
0: right, healing. Amen. Healing and finances be in Jesus name so from colonel colonel to be the colonel in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah she was receiving yeah amen amen oh Wow. So they were they were apart, but now they're lined up. Glory to God. We prayed last week. Amen. Lord, heal it quickly. Restoration quick in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Healing be for her mom right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Body, be whole in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Supernatural power of God be an overflow in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that reception right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Hey, I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. Healing in my body. Okay. Okay. All right. Healing be in her and her husband in the name of Jesus. Body be well. Come into line now in Jesus' name. Lord, let your anointing overflow her and her husband from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Not one atom left out from your yoke destroying anointing in jesus name that yoke of sickness that's been a bondage be removed now in jesus name so cool just say it with me say lord i believe i have received in jesus name i have it now it's mine it's working in me it's making me full and whole and strong in jesus name Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Finished work of your healing touch, Lord. Let the restoration be full. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Peace be to that body. In Jesus' name. Okay. Lord, right now, let your anointing flow through his body in the name of Jesus. Every infection be removed. Every sickness and pain be removed. The word says that he carried our sicknesses and our diseases. That was the sicknesses and the pains that our body would face. Thank you, Lord. They've already been carried. Lord, we cast that pain on you. We don't have it anymore. It's yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Which one? No. Are you having pain here? neck? Here? Alright. Thank you, Father. Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Foot be healed. Every bit of pain be removed. Every bit of pain from this body. In the name the name of Jesus, body, line up. So, thank you for your anointing now in Jesus' name. Just say it with me. Say, Lord, I believe and I receive your healing touch now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Overflow. Overflow. Never the same. Never the same. Never the same. In Jesus' name. Never the same. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your anointing and your wholeness. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing and wholeness. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Now, as I come in front of you and I lay hands on you, you receive right then. Thank you, Lord. Wholeness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just choose to do that right now. Say, Lord, I'm doing it. I'm laying it down, moving to the place of reception, and I'm not going back. I release everything, and I step into you. And I believe, by faith, supply for your healing in every area of my life. Mentally, physically, socially. In Jesus' name. Now just receive His peace and His grace to work those things out. In Jesus' name. Yep, yeah. His grace being released right now. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> Whoa. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Body, be well and be whole in every way. Amen. 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 You know, Come here. Come here, dude. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Say, Lord. Lord. I believe. I believe. You're my healer. You're my healer. And I believe. That I, have your healing now. that I have your healing now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. There's, nothing There's nothing wrong with me. I'm the healed of the Lord. The of the Lord. And I always, I always will be. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Did you receive today? Did you get yourself in the position of receiving? Well, that's good. Amen.